Hello everyone, welcome back to a new episode of Brew with Memory. And today we have our last but not least Namdolot from Pilcocaja in Ecuador. And this one is a truly special and unique coffee. Like the other one as well, but this one is slightly more, I would say it's rare. Because there's only 28 pounds produced of it. And we are the only one who had it. It is a typical, but with a carbonic maceration process. And this coffee, to me, is a perfect representation of... Uh, what Pilcocaja did at the farm and what they are standing for, which is working with um, the soil, the weather, and uh, the tree to produce outstanding coffees and using innovation to um, and embrace innovation in order to enhance and uh, create better uh, value and better cup of coffee. So uh, this experimental lot has been created with a lot of trial and error over the years and this year is truly uh, outstanding. The, uh, the carbonic maceration opens up new flavor for the coffee and really highlight the importance of what the farmer is doing at, at the farm in terms of flavor profiling. Because as a roaster and as a brewer, we only work with what we have. And the farmer, they are the one who really can be almost like an artist because they can really change the entire flavor profile of the coffee based on the terroir, based on the tree, and of course here, based on the fermentation. And for this one, you should expect a lot of really sweet uh, red fruits, um, grapes, wine, and also some chocolatey uh, finish without having an over-fermented or a really boozy character. This is a very clean cup of coffee. And to me, it's one of uh, the best coffee we ever uh, proposed um, here in the in the U.S. So the carbonic maturation was introduced and popularized by Sasha Sestik in 2015, who is the world uh, barista champion. And the method of fermentation basically is that you are putting the whole cherries, so once you harvest them, when they are uh, perfectly red and ripe, in a stainless steel uh, barrel or tank, and you allow them to um, to to be in a in a carbon dioxide rich environment. So you're basically injecting carbon dioxide for um, a certain period of time. And what the carbon dioxide is doing is going to break down the different level of molecules and more precisely the pectins, producing a quite a whiny and bright uh, cup of coffee with very strong red fruit notes. It's really almost like break down the, the the cherries of the of the coffees. Now, uh, how long you are um, you are doing this process will also give uh, the coffee a little bit more boozy character or less. And uh, and during this process, you are basically using a low temperature, or you want to use low temperature to avoid alcohol buildup. Now, if you want a, a licorice cup, then uh, probably higher temperature will uh, will will be great. That's something we have to to um, to uh, experiment. Um, a little bit more about about also this carbon maceration process. It was inspired by the winemaking process, which uh, which develops basically the grapes before you crush them, and uh, it it once again affects the the flavor of uh, of the coffees. And to me, it really just elevates the terroir and the uh, viral uh, of uh, of your coffee. And um, what you are uh, what you are having in the uh, in the cup is that once the the coffee has reached basically 
the, the desired level of fermentation. And so everything is controlled. Uh, I think, I believe, pH control and pressure and humidity. So a lot of data are involved in this process. Once it reaches your desired uh, fermentation, then you can process the, the cherries either on a, on a washing or, or drying. Um, so kind of the carbon maceration step is, is just another step that you add to uh, the classic methods. And uh, for our case here, um, we have a, uh, a maceration or fermentation for 96 hours. So it's really precise. It's not 95 or 100 hours. It's 96 hours with a uh, then drying uh, like natural, but drying uh, later on for 24 days on African beds. So we have uh, extended uh, drying time, but also this 96 hours of carbonic maceration who helps break down the pectins and uh, and really create this complex uh, cup of coffee. All right, about the roast, we keep this roast relatively light. We, uh, we applied the technique that we learned from the wash process typica and then the golden honey typica. And, um, and basically, went uh, slightly, uh, slightly uh, lower in terms of, uh, of temperature and, um, and development time. The idea was just to, to kind of uh, take this coffee really gently so that uh, it, it preserved those very nice fruity and red fruit aromas. In the cup, you'll have um, some wine uh, aromas, mostly like a, like, a, um, like a rosé or very sweet white wine. Uh, but also some chocolate finish, mostly white chocolate, and a really um, red fruity jam. So the recipe is um, is also a little bit different. We're going to use 15 grams of coffee with 230 grams of water. So not 250, but 230. Slightly stronger ratio. That strong ratio will really emphasize more those um, this little... Uh, red fruits, jam, and winey aspect of this coffee. Almost like fresh grape. We can say fresh grape or winey. Uh, I don't want to use winey because the coffee doesn't have really a licorice or alcohol taste. It's much more like grape juice, um, if we can consider grape juice as wine. So 15 grams, 230. Temperature is quite low at one. 95 and we are going uh, for a quite medium uh, grind size um, if you are using a commonetic grinder i am at on the red click 65 which is about 32 clicks on the commonetic grinder if you're using the barazza uh, between 20 and 22 so on the medium side uh, even if it's a 15 grams dose and you'll 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 see why that's really to avoid any clogging and, uh, and extract uh, the coffee uh, enough. We are targeting a total brew time between 2.30 and 3 minutes. And we are going to do, if I remember correctly, one, two, three, four pours. The first pour, the bloom, will just be two times the amount of grams, so 30 grams. And after the bloom, make sure to... Uh, to wet it correctly and uh, stir it. So let's start by adding our 30 grams in. 
here we go it's very quick and then i just stir it quite aggressively and spin it aggressively so that all the grounds are uh, saturated here all right after 25 seconds i'm going to add 100 grams here and i'm going to do very slowly so that's where having a, a gooseneck control kettle helps and here i'm using the fellow i usually use the bonavita because it's it's faster when i want to do a fast flow but here i want to really control my flow so i'm i'm adding 100 grams with circular pouring and i'll try to uh, arrive at 130 at one minute so i'm at 54 nine exactly so 131 minutes i wait for another 15 seconds and uh and then i'm going to add two times 50 grams to reach 230 grams so 15 seconds i add once again slowly uh, 50 grams up to 180. i try to uh, finish my pour at 130 and wait another 15 seconds until I pour my last 50 grams um, that will finish around two minutes. So it's quite fast. We are 1.45, now the last pour. The last pour I, I remain, I do close circles, mostly in the center. All right, 1.30 and a little bit below two minutes and so now we're waiting for uh for that final drain and the reason why um why we we grind quite coarsely is that we can add on you know more pores and adding more pores will extract a little bit more uh, agitate more so don't worry about having under extraction here you really won't and also because the coffee tends to clog at the end since it's a quite light 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 roast here we have a um, weight loss of 12.5%. It has a lot of material. And the, the color of the brew is quite uh, crystal, crystal clear. All right. And before even uh, drinking the coffee, you will already smell a lot of red fruits uh, and a lot of also white chocolate, very pleasant white chocolate. So we are done at 3 minutes and 2 seconds. So even if, you see, I use 15 grams to 30, coarse grind size, I'm still like in that 3 minute range. Um, so don't be afraid of, of grinding this coffee coarse. And uh, it's amazing here is really the aroma. You can really have um, and and smell the uh, the white chocolate along with uh, those grapes and jam. I will suggest to um, to really enjoy this coffee in in a kind of three phases. Uh, the first phase is uh, when it's hot. Uh, you will have a lot of uh, um, winey character and red fruits. Then in the core phases, um, a little bit more balance with, uh, with chocolates. And last but not least, for some reason, the, um, the red fruit jamminess comes back. So 
So you will expect that at the end, like in the typical wash or in the sidra, you have where we had more nougat and more vanilla as it cools down. In this one, you don't have more of the white chocolate as it cools down. You actually have uh, more of the red fruits, which is quite interesting. Mm. So obviously here, it starts with a very juicy and jammy acidity. I won't call this one uh, bright, but maybe bright minus and kind of medium plus uh, acidity. Not as, um, it's not like the boozy acidity that we had in the Exo Natural. This is really like a very clean um, natural process. That's why I love this method of carbonic maceration because you have really, um, it's almost having a very clean or having a washed natural sort of, where you have the, 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 a good, um, a good amount of sweetness, acidity, body, and, and finish. The finish is very long here. I can still taste the full, um, the full flavor profile of this coffee uh, from my throat. The body is really mm, mm, very silky. And, um, and what you notice when you drink this coffee is the balance. It's, it's a perfectly balanced cup of coffee with almost added sugar. It's almost like an added, um, added jam, uh, raspberry jam. Some grapes that remind me of that whiny character. If you really want to emphasize the whininess, I don't know if we can say whininess if it's correct, but um, just try to um, to make it even stronger as a ratio. A strong ratio will give you more of that whiny character. That's also why I enjoy this cup on a Turkish coffee, uh, on a Jezve Ibrik. And, um, and when it's cooled down, that's why you start having this little, um, very milky, milky chocolate. Um, and it pairs extremely well with the red fruits. There's only 30, well, uh, there was, there was four bag, 40 bags. I think we can produce, uh, from that coffee with 150 grams bags. Um, I drink some of it and I try to refrain myself, but it's, it's really, really good. So there's probably about just 30 bags of this coffee, it's extremely limited quantity. Uh, we are the only one in the world who, um, who have it. So enjoy and have a good time.